Yo, welcome to another episode of Invite the Neighbors. Um, on this episode, we had Modern Era from the UK. Um, definitely check them out. Really artsy sort of industrial alt rock. Um, and they really put a lot of effort into the, the presentation, like their, their thematic elements in their videos and in their artwork. It's like a full scale production effort, which I really, really appreciate. I'm really into that type of thing. Um, and it's also always nice to talk to people from not the United States. It's always interesting to hear different perspectives. And also, really, the one thing you notice is just all the similarities. Um, you don't really notice the differences all that much, which is cool. Um, anyways, follow the podcast at Invite the Neighbors Pod on most social medias. If that doesn't work, try at ITN Pod on Twitter. I, I go on Twitter so seldomly that I don't even remember what the handle is. Um, I think Twitter is a cesspool of uh meaningless opinions but sometimes you get some interesting stuff on there but anyways follow us on there support the podcast share it to a friend if this is your thing or you think it might be their thing and thank you for listening enjoy this conversation okay. and then do you guys have uh video too we we don't have to i don't record video but i usually will turn it on just so like i can see the person i'm talking to but yeah we have, well, I, I mean we can try the video <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't work, use it. Work. Let's try it. Let's try it. I'm not. I'm not dressed in my best. <laughs> oh, dude, it's alright. I don't record it. I just. Uh, I just find that once I started using the video for the conversations, what's up? Yeah, yeah. You can, it's more like a conversation when you've got it right. Yeah, especially when it's yeah. like two people. Then like twins as well. I don't know if it's going to confuse you. Oh, <laughs> or no. identical twins. So it's like a. Oh no shit. Yeah. So it's um. It's a good. It's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. Um, That's actually pretty sweet. Stuff, so, yeah. I've never had. Uh, yeah. I've never had twins in a band. I I don't even know if I've had siblings huh? in a band that I've interviewed. Maybe I have. Really. That's yeah. quite a common thing over here. I don't know if it's, a, if it's like an English thing. Or something. <laughs> I don't think so, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, I've had a, I've had a couple UK bands, and I'm trying yeah. to like avoid too many like stereotypical like Yankee questions. You know what I mean? But like, um, I definitely had. Uh, have you ever heard of McAteer by chance? I think the name rings a bell, but I don't. I don't as know if, them. I can't match music to it or anything. As if like every band in, in the entire country knows each other. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I thought so until you said that. <laughs> said that right yeah. now, and I thought, I, yeah, I feel but, like it's quite a small community considering. You know, so. Yeah, because it's like you're probably you guys' country is the size of like one of the middle-sized states over here. You know, yeah. So, exactly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So like when I think about like I'm in a state of Michigan and so like if I think about the Michigan music community like at least in terms of like bands of a similar genre to mine I probably know most of them but or know of most of them hmm. and it would make sense absolutely I mean considering like my my job I'm a music video director as well so oh really? like that's that's what I that's yeah that's what I do so I I just know everyone through that as well so it's kind of like yeah, it just every it's like a you know, small world kind of thing. Just everything seems to everyone knows everyone. Um, cool. Yeah. And I could see that like even feeling like that more so for you because I, I would yeah you know, yeah 
It's like I do this podcast, so like I naturally know so many bands because I do I offer yeah. the bands. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like something that like what, kind of what came first for you? Was it the music video stuff or was it playing in bands? Uh, it was kind of it's kind of simultaneous. I think um, it was like I was playing in bands and stuff and just got into photography and. Um, Obviously, it just kind of started to marry itself together when we started shooting music videos for projects and stuff. And then bands we knew wanted music videos, and it just kept ended up becoming my full time job. It's been like that for like eight years now. So that's wow. pretty sweet. Yeah, man, it's, it's the best, and it's nice to see. It's nice to view other people's projects on a different side of things. If you know what I mean, like you kind yeah. of get in there and like hear their vision of things and kind of see how other bands work and what they want to say and then playing a part in that is also like a, it's a I don't know it's a cool way to learn cool way to experience uh, yeah other musicians and stuff yeah and that's actually something mm. I've you're like kind of sparking my brain a little bit here because we just we just shot a music video that like we haven't put it out yet but it was I had so much fun kind of like directing it like I had I hired a like a videographer yeah who shot it and but basically yeah. him and I wrote it I directed it for the most part and I was like I would love to do this sure, with yeah. other bands and then yeah that's that's a that's kind of a way I obviously I direct up a bunch of stuff but there's a there's like a way I work with some specific bands in the country like do you know the band Loave? uh-uh oh well they're they're uh they're kind of more much much more of a collaboration with them so it's kind of like they Definitely have a lot of vision, so I'm more of coming in as like a, that guy that's like facilitating someone else's yeah. vision. So it's cool to work that as well. Can't. Yeah, that seems um, like it would be. I mean, anytime like I even play with a band that's not mine, like if I'm filling in on guitar or something, it's such a relief. And you guys could probably relate because you seem like a band that has such like a like a, like a vast like artistic vision. I'm just just from looking at your artwork and looking at your photography and things like that. I can tell that you guys like take the stuff not just the music but like the overarching theme the way it's being perceived very seriously so that like doing things for other people it's got to feel like a fun relief from your own thing because yeah. you when your own I thing always, takes up so yeah. much effort you know sure and i think i think it's definitely trying to have that direct vision for like one project all the time i always feel like it's nice to have a release that you can kind of just play with other things other yeah. projects and then come back and kind of with more knowledge of things and, and pr kind of putting what you've learned into one project again with that one vision of what that's trying to say and then go out into the world and do something else again so I think it helps helps generate yeah things. I could definitely see that so for your guys' stuff with you guys being yeah. twins and everything and like I said before you're so obviously having like um, an eye for like the artistic side of the promotion and like the artwork and things like that. Is that something that do you feel YouTube being identical twins? Do you feel like you are naturally in sync with what you want that to be like? Or do you guys kind of bring different sides? Like how does that work between yeah. you guys developing that sort of uh, vision? So the, w the way we've always put it, it's kind of like Cal is audio and I'm visual. A kind of thing that, that's kind of how it's split in a sense and um i don't think it's split on down the down the line but um 
I definitely think it's a good marriage of like one idea that obviously with this like I don't I wouldn't say it's like a twin in sync thing, but because we've grown up and had the same experiences forever, having that level of uh, like uh grow like the same level of growth kind of thing and kind of been able to connect on that level makes things easy to work with in a sense and then to try and explain things and push them forward um definitely helps having that level of understanding and then obviously i take it from the visual side of things and cal takes it audio um is that how you'd see it i don't know how else to say it, how we work like, when just... you say it it's like audio and visual it is not it's definitely not in the middle split mm. Although it's like, definitely we have both our sides. Yeah. I think they definitely, I'll contribute on a visual level, Zach mm-hmm. on an audio, but I think uh, it's easier just to say. And I audio, think visual. in terms of like creative disputes, I feel like it's much closer to one mind being brothers and being brought up in the same experience and stuff than, than being like someone you found to, to write music with. So it's definitely more cohesive from the get go. Yeah. Um, and then all the the disagreements are much more in uh, much more in the specifics of things. You know, I, t- yeah. to be fair, I, I think I think the way the way I see it, I don't know if you do, Cal, but I I always go for something. I always go for the feel of something, and that's where I come from. It's always in terms of like trying to stem from a concept and motivate it to an emotion and all this kind of thing that kind of based around the filmmaking way of looking at things. In my head, that's how I perceive it from a visual art perspective and then Kel's a lot more from an audio perspective. So it's kind of, he comes in with these, um, compositional disputes of me when I'm like, no, it should feel like this. And this is why we should make it sound like this. And then Kel's telling me how it's going to work it over the structure of a song and how it's working on a compositional level. So I think it's kind of, even though there's a bit of a battle, it's almost like the perfect marriage of, of people to write something. So, yeah, that actually. No matter how heated it gets, <laughs> no matter how heated it right. gets. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it's good. Though. We're both passionate, so that's, that's the right thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have to have a little bit of—I don't know if "struggle" is the right word—but I feel like you need to have a little. You can't always just be in an echo chamber where yeah. every idea is just like, "Yeah," you know. It's like that's yeah, probably, for sure, hundred percent. You're probably not going to really get anything out of that. Um, what about? Sure. In, in terms of okay, so maybe that's how you come up with the vision. What, what do you, what do you attribute? Because a lot of bands, they, and I'm not saying this is good or bad. It's just everything. Everyone's different. You know, you see a lot of bands that don't really seem to care so much about the visual side. They just, you know, they just they show up in what they're wearing, and that's yeah. cool. And their photos are just them in a field or something, and. Sure. And then it's just music. And what do you, what do you kind of attribute you guys going that other direction? Was there stuff that inspired you early on or kind of, where do you think this comes from? I think guys? The, the, the initial thought when we, when we started the project was kind of like, how do we tie in everything we want to do as two individuals into one you know, big vision? And we've never seen it as like, this is a band and this is, you know, all we do is write the music and stuff. It's always like, here's a, Here's an experience in itself. Here's a his escapism in one form, like one package. Um, so that was kind of the motivation from for, for building it the way it has. Um, in terms of inspiration, I guess everyone I I looked at, and I know Cal looked at, it's kind of like it's always those 
iconic people that had that level of like mystery and it was kind of building an identity that wasn't of reality it was definitely more something um otherworldly and it was kind of yeah i suppose that's that's what was pushed into how we like to make things or how we how we want to be perceived as a as a as a piece of work and some no, some, I, re- some I just I, I I just get bored of the reality of things I think and I, I think something that doesn't feel like it's part of this world is is a lot more interesting and thought provoking than seeing some like you said some guy in a field yeah <laughs> some guys in some fields and right trying to act cool or something I don't know I just trying to trying to just put in a level of artistic integrity in everything I want everything about the project kind of thing. Yeah, because I, I guess I'm really into that. I, 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 yeah, I, I think like I, I do it in a slightly different way. Like I think otherworldly is a great way to describe what you guys do because it's like, especially like that you guys in that blue background with like the fucking like black leather gloves and shit. Like you guys look cool and you you look like people from like the future or something. And, you know, it, it does look like something that you would see in maybe like a Stanley Kubrick movie or something, you know, it's That's my it, favorite director of all time. Yeah, so I, I I'm so fucking it. glad you said it. <laughs> so yeah. Thank you. you know what I'm saying? Like clockwork, it's got like clockwork orange, but like more futuristic vibes. Like, I don't know. Oh, that's yeah. kind of just like what I, that came to mind initially and just like the, the best thing I've heard like, Oh yeah. So thank you. Like, oh, hell yeah, dude. Alpha, <laughs> so. thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm curious to ask about this because, you know, I think, it's interesting to think about like for me like i try to portray myself in the music i mean in the way we're perceived slightly different from who i am i'm like a jokester like i'm always fucking around and you know when i promote my band like the photos and stuff it's more like i try to make it look like a like a fashion ad or something and i'm like really serious okay. all that but what my question is what i'm kind of getting at is do you ever feel pressure or, or strangeness about, okay, you've created like this persona and you've created, like you've done a good job of creating a perception of yourself for other people. But then does that ever make you uncomfortable that like if people meet you or if people actually, it it creates this expectation maybe in people's minds of what you might be actually when in reality, you're just yourself, you know, you're, you're creating this thing. Do you ever feel like you have to like, live up to that at all or is that do you I think, I think there's definitely there's definitely an element as, as, as when i'm i don't think yeah i i, I completely agree it's hard to explain how how i how i see it but I, I don't see it as like a problem i feel like it should be kind of you know its own thing on itself but i i definitely do feel like maybe there's a, like i wonder how people think i am before meeting me and then is it is it translating is it ruining the vibe but i always i always felt like pushing something like something pushing something else and then just kind of letting that mystique be its thing is is probably where i stand with it i always look at you know you see a photo of led zeppelin or something it's like i love that you didn't know them and and it was kind of like you you got to build the picture of who that person was despite whether it, you know, you saw an interview and it kind of takes it down a bit. You've already, you've already built your picture of them. So. Yeah. 
I think maybe I think maybe it's just it just is it just is what it is I guess and I can't really take pressure on trying to pretend to be you know the thing I've built that's just just that's an extension of me in that way and that just has to be you know in in those elements rather than trying to bring it into an interview and try and I don't know to try to be all mysterious or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, I know, I know what you're saying. I think that like it's interesting to think about it in that way because that is always what that that always applies to the music itself. Like you put it out there, and however people perceive it, it can be completely different than what you intended. But there is a certain validity to other people's perceptions, even if it's not what you intended. So like it, it's that's always mm-hmm. the case for the music. But thinking about it in terms of your actual self being a part of that perception also is it's just unique. And I think I think you're right. In that's the right approach is just to say, fuck it, whatever people yeah. think. Don't try to control it. Don't try to I mean, I don't I don't I feel like we're quite introverted people in the band anyway, and I don't think we're very it's not like I'm not I'm not telling you about my life. I don't think it matters. I'm, I, I also have a big thing about hating, hating the the Instagram approach of being famous and and like the, yeah. the work is not great. It's just I, oh look, I'm a, here's what I've had for lunch and and listen to me on live today every day about talking about nothing. And it's just I hate all that. It's not. It's, yeah. it's to me it ruins it ruins the you know the magic that is music and that is you know not knowing things so leaving yeah. leaving the gray area for someone to have their own perception on something <laughs> like have think for themselves rather than you know, you gotta yeah. think if right if you're showing everything no one no one gets to even build up an image if everyone can see everything you're doing 24 hours a day there's no there's no level of uh you know being like oh he he, he could be this way he could be that way the question's better than than knowing than the answer yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, I think, I don't know, it's one of those things where people get addicted to the performance of it, I feel like, I feel like, or the spotlight of it. People, yeah. I, I've someone has put it this way, this is not my original thought, but someone described Instagram as just allowing everyday people to just perform for each other. And when you're already a performer, yeah, like, that's just... You feel like everything you do or something is performing when really you're I agree. Like I think when you're sharing everything, especially as an artist, you're really diluting the magic of what of the actual artistic product that you're trying to put out there. Like I, so, I suppose it does depend on on the art you're trying to create as well. Yeah. I, I think it's definitely like there's some people that it does help the fact that you know, you know daily task they're doing maybe i i, I just think for, for what we want to do and like the levels of serious like seriousness so we're not exactly like a funny band like a fun band right. in that sense like everything we say is quite like everything we wanted to say is very like message based or like kind of a bit serious so i don't think it's yeah. right to show all this like stuff that doesn't really give you the same idea or is you're just confusing people on what you're trying to say anyway so Dude, yeah, that was like literally one of the biggest inspirations for this podcast was like when I was starting to get into the scene playing in my band and stuff like I noticed so many bands were like their online presence was just 
like joking around all the time, but then they would try to pass their music off as like serious when mm-hmm. their presentation and their music itself were a complete disagreement with one another. And I'm like, you know, I would like to see bands going online or, and posting things online that, that like they're actually opening up about what it is that they're making rather than just like yeah. shitting and making memes. Cause I like memes. I like jokes, but yeah, you gotta yeah. it's real content, like real explanations of what you're doing. Otherwise, how am I supposed to take you seriously? And maybe I'm overthinking it, but I, I don't know. I feel like you guys see it the same way to an extent. I think this, I think exact same thing. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's like trying to hold the, yeah, the validity in your music. I think that's, that's kind of like one of the important things that you said about, and I definitely believe in that. Yeah. What about, um, what about like your guys' live show? I mean, is this something where you're trying to incorporate more like elements of like a production, like a, a almost like a video type of feel? Sometimes you'll see bands live and it's just like, what, like, whoa, that was, there's so much that went into that other than just the music. Like, do you guys have anything about that that kind of makes you unique or that would you would like to do? I think well, for, to like to do because obviously you know levels of career and stuff at this point right. is just kind of like inhibiting some things that you want to do. Um, yeah. But I definitely want to would want to make it much as as big of a surreal experience as possible, and probably in its own right. Um, but yeah, I would definitely have something more about it. I mean, right now it's kind of it's like a strip. Probably going to be like we're heading out with Loathe in December and I think it's probably going to be a sh- very stripped back version of what we probably would perceive if we had, you know, the biggest budget, yeah. touring budget in the world. I think. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think, I think trying to translate it to live is, is probably it's, uh, maybe the, the difficult part in a sense, because, you know, with music videos, photos and visual art and in a sense, it's just, it's quite difficult to, um, no, it's, it's quite easy to, um, like be able to depict something in the right way and kind of we can do it take after take and we can get it right rather than live as you know a one stop before it's like making it a theater show making the, the video music videos a theater show kind of thing, so. right um, yeah yeah it's tough to say i think like uh like i was just talking to somebody about this like on literally two days ago on a different episode about how it's cool I mean, you're walking a tightrope when you start bringing in more visual elements, more like production elements to a live show because you have to find the line between like helping the experience and becoming a distraction from the music. So like, you know, I think there's bands even with like, you know, I love Radiohead, for example, but in, you got to you got to consider that they probably have like an unlimited budget for whatever the fuck they want to do live. <laughs> Absolutely. But Absolutely. like they still, it's not so over the top that yeah. it's a distraction the entire time. Like it's cool. That's true. I think it does. It is obviously you know at the heart of it would always be a live show, right? Like it's got to be. You, yeah. You, I get what you're saying. Like don't over overshadow music with just insane insane production <laughs> right um, yeah i think everything's got a, got a, like 
add to the environment you're in as well kind of thing so i definitely yeah. agree with the live show thing yeah. have you i kind of stick with the live thing um you guys have because I'm, I'm the type of person where i play live i i don't i don't like to like interact with a lot of people beforehand um sure. do you guys do anything before a show to kind of like get your mind ready for it like especially we, i think like, we went through a few things a yeah. few things um one time i remember it was because me and Kyle brought, brought up on a lot of um brought up around the motocross scene and stuff in in the in the uk and like oh, really? yeah dirt bikes and stuff so it was a lot of afi at the time and, and that fast punk kind of yeah stuff. so uh there was I, I can't remember it was a tour in 2019 that was the the kind of pre-show ritual for that it was just listen to some afi records because it was you know the most energetic music i know and, and it, it gives me this hint of like a childhood as well so it's kind of like a nice um a nice energy to kind of walk out on stage and do that. But um, aside that, I think it's just everyone has their own thing um, to get prepped for it. But I definitely don't like, like, you've got to get into a headspace to kind of play a show rather than walk out and, you know, just have a chat and just casually go and walk on stage. I don't think that that kind of band that can just do that. So I think it's definitely yeah. take your time and fall, fall into a bit of a zone before. before that. Yeah. That's, couldn't agree more like I, I think especially like bigger shows like local shows when like you know if it's like a really big, big hometown show and like you have family coming or something like that. i think people see it yeah. as like yeah. throwing a party for them when really it's like they yeah. like they want to talk to you and they want to be like oh hey how's it going you don't want to be rude but also you're kind of like i need to just like go be in the zone alone yeah i couldn't agree more man like I think, especially like towards the towards the end of tours, when you you're touring with other bands and starting to get like friendly with them, it definitely starts falling into this talk backstage and just kind of start. It starts falling into like shit. I gotta you know do my thing rather than it's not it's not really a you know. I think it's more serious than people take it for take it for like that don't do it. If that makes any sense? Yeah, and it's like it's not as much of a casual thing. <laughs> Um, yeah. right and you know I think that like everything else like that kind of does also go back into the type of music that you're playing like sometimes if it if you're just course, like yeah. a twinkle emo band it doesn't really make sense to like need to <laughs> get into this intense headspace when you really you're just going to get up there and just like jam a little bit I you know I'm not like trying to disparage <laughs> anything but like when no, I fully get I fully get what you're saying yeah you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying like it's it's if you have like a theatrical type of thing or it's like a super emotionally heavy, I may, maybe some people could just like click into that, but I, I can't, you know, I need to, I'm sorry. I need to like, like absorb that for a little while. Um, yeah. Okay. So now I want to kind of talk about the, um, the actual record that you guys are, is it the, I don't know what it's called or if you've announced what it's called, but I see that you guys have like the singles and stuff on spotify and yeah. i like the like the, the artistic themes like the big blue background and like the different images um you know to the extent that you like want to talk about it i don't know if it's like how um secret it is or whatever or how but i'm curious like what is like what were you trying to convey like with with these releases like what like with this this project as a whole like what 
what's kind of like the theme behind it? Because I see like, obviously there's thematic elements tying it together, the color scheme and things like that. I'm just, just curious, like where all that came from and like, what are you trying to get across with all of it? I think I got you. You kind of, um, it's story on the connection. So I think I got oh. what you're saying. Um, uh, so what it was, what was it? It was like the, the motivation of like, the album in itself or yeah that? yeah and like you know because yeah. i can tell that there's some sort of theme tying it together you can tell that based on the artwork and all that i'm just curious like yeah what motivated and like what is kind of like that theme i think i mean the album the album's a concept in itself and i think when, well when we started the band it was kind of like oh what, what do we name it and then we were trying to think about what was important to us and stuff, and I think everything we try and do is is essentially an extension of the name Modern Era. So, I mean, the concept of the record starts with a person in a heightened modern world falling victim to you know the way the world is in that time, um, and then essentially leaving the world. Maybe it's like, like I don't know if he dies or if he not, but he leaves the world. Uh, informs us to see it for what it is and kind of looks back on it and um, returns to Earth with more information to make it better. That's essentially the the record's cycle. So it's meant it's meant to be a ref- a reflection of a reflection of the world. That's that's kind of how we want to see it. But the, the album's cross the album's a split record that's um got two concepts playing off it. I don't know how to word this. I don't know the word. It's, like a, it's almost like a double album in a in a yeah. single album format. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, so it's a double album in a single album. So there, so there's quite a sonic difference when you when you hear the album, like "Air of the World" and "A Vital Sign," the two singles that come out is off side one, which is much more. It's meant to be based in our height of modern world. That's why it's a lot more five piece band rock vibe. Then yeah. we transcend into this other world that we don't even know how it looks. Like it just, we wanted to create this feeling that's a lot more industrial heavy and a lot more electronic yeah. feeling, a lot more dead, dead in the, a lot more dead essentially. Yeah, you know, take away the life of it, and, and it's much more electronic. So, and that was meant to be the guy's state of mind, of which he reflects on his place in the world and what he, what he, uh, what's his, yeah, what's his place and what's his purpose, and then. End of the records, him to to come back to Earth with more information to make it better. So it's kind of it's kind of a biblical kind of thing, but it's not meant to be. Yeah. It wasn't ever meant to be. It was meant to be more like a um like a like a conceptual ego death, as it were, of of some yeah. sorts. Like to become enlightened of of what his purpose is in the world and like and and life itself. Um, you know, it's but it's also playing off this idea that the world's falling apart and the world's that how the world is right now and how people feel. We're like more, we're meant to be more connected than ever, but we're just definitely not. We're definitely further apart. Definitely more of in selfish in ourselves and all that kind of thing. Yeah, um, that's actually really interesting because you said, like, you know, someone you you leave the world or like in a metaphorical sense or a literal sense, regardless, leaving the world and then like kind of reflecting on it, like understanding in hindsight with like this enlightened sort of state having left your ego or whatever however you want to like think about it and then like coming back with like the information to make things better like positive changes but ego death but also like being the person that is like back with like this enlightenment and 
not getting an mm-hmm. ego from that, like being like transcending the idea of being an ego, because you know, in the in the first stage of it, if you're the if you're the if you're the type of person that thinks that you have the answers to like change the world and all that, that's probably a sign of like a lot mm-hmm. of ego. So it's like you know, losing your ego, being able to actually do that. I just I think that's a really interesting sort of uh sort of take on it. And I, I think like especially I definitely heard in listening to like what you have out so far, like the almost like a nine inch nails sort of like industrial sort of vibe in some of those songs. And I yeah, I thought I think Tris Blue Tris Blue, the one that's just come out, is that de- yeah, it's definitely pushed it more. It was like kind of meant to be like a not homage to that industrial world, but kind of definitely certainly being like this is us now. So it's to make it kind of have that um those connotations was kind of the intention. Um and that's that's the first that's the first song off the sec off side B. So that's a character essentially coming into this new world and feeling like more complete and looking back on the world being like, whoa, what's going yeah. on there? Kind of thing. So um yeah. I'm 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 a bit I'm I'm really happy with what we what we achieved I think with with what we could do and and how it came out so I hope everyone likes it when it gets when it gets dropped. Yeah, I think I think you'll find likely that the people who like it will love it. You know what I mean? And then the, then if the people, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that people will uh, the other half will just detest it, but you know <laughs> what I mean. I think it's the type of thing yeah. where yeah, like it's people who are into that sort of thing will really like it yeah. because it's it's not only does it have like the internal theme kind of tying it together but it also has like that that surreal sort of presentation to it also that i you know Thank you. i mean you i mean i was I, you anything. Yeah. um I, I i think it's kind of like what it's one of those albums where you can take it for its surface level if you want to but if you wanted to dive in it's definitely got those that I think the band has it definitely has those depths so that you can, you know, find find something in it for yourself and take it how you want to take it. As well as you know, if you just want to listen to it as a band as a, as a piece of music, then cool. Like, but yeah, I, I, I've always been a big fan of those kind of um, two tiered pieces of work. You know, like a Kubrick film is definitely like that. It's kind yeah, of, here's the story, but here's here's this like message underneath that you have to kind of like it's like, almost like a puzzle to sort out yourself and then you kind of you're 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 solving the puzzle yourself so it's kind of like you've come up with your own final picture i love that that kind of gray space and art to make it what you what the person you know perceives as yeah and i think it's even easier to not not that it's easy but i think it's it's easier to that is open for interpretation rather than to and it's more enjoyable than to make something that is like here's the concept, but it's so concretely this that there's not a lot of room. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like, um, Ogie and Cambria is an example where they're really good and, you know, they have, yeah, like, great yeah. yeah, their concept is like this. It's like, this is what it is. Like, if there's graphic novels to tell yeah. you exactly yeah. the story is, which like, it's really sweet as in terms of like the storytelling, but there's, and you know, obviously, there's like metaphors on it and stuff, but it's not so open ended that you know it's to the extent of like what you're what you guys are saying. Um, and with, with yeah, and so like the music videos and things like that, I'm it's almost 
doesn't even need to be asked, but I mean, I'm just assuming that the videos that you're going to do or have done kind of tie into this sort of, you know, two, two part theme that you have going on too. Yeah. So I'd say, I don't think that they're, they're not, the music videos aren't meant to be like one running, you know, like short yeah. film through them all the same. They're definitely meant to take ideas from each song they're about, they're on, um, and kind of t- take them in their own way. How we, how we think works with the, you know, the sonic feel of the, the music as well. Um, but there's, there's a character on the first side, it's called Flowerface, and that's kind of like our, this, this character Flowerface, I, ha- I had it in my head for a while for something I was working on, it kind of ended up not being a project anymore, and I felt it worked on the, on the album. Um, and the whole point of Flowerface is kind of like this superficial beauty to cover up, you know, who you actually are on the inside and all this kind of thing. So that, that definitely plays a part in the first two videos on side one and then that's taken up taken away in um the side b videos but yeah so they definitely definitely hit the morals of each song kind of thing or at least like kind of try and depict elements and bits of uh the concept or the world that we're trying to build and do you guys um when you have like these themes, because it's it's clearly you know deeply thought out and you know well executed. Um, is it so? For for example, like when I made my record, like there's a concept. I guess it's very loose. It's a little bit looser than what you guys are describing in terms of like how concrete it is. But I didn't set out to have a theme necessarily it just started to develop naturally because I was writing just naturally. I was feeling a lot of the same things. I was, I was feeling really heavily about one subject, but not really trying to write about it intently, but it just kind of happened. I'm curious, like, did you guys have this whole theme in mind before you wrote or were you writing and then you started to kind of see what it could be? What did you ask? Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I was I was hoping that you guys would come back. Uh, no, I was. Can you hear me now and everything? <laughs> yeah, for for the time being, we can. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So I was asking, like, when when you have like the basically the theme that you have is that something that you you had in mind? You knew what you want to do before you were writing the music, or were you like in the process of writing music and then you started to like see the theme take place and you kind of thought like, all right, well, we can take this here. Or did you already know exactly what you wanted to do? I think, I think, I don't know about if you agree, Carl, but I, th- I think we, we started writing and I wrote this concept that was this, it was, it was probably even bigger in my head you know, than it is that it ended up. And I think we definitely wrote a framework for what we want to do. We definitely wanted to do a split record that kind of showed this two lights of the band and, this, we always had this thing going on in our last EP, this like natural synthetic play, and we loved this idea of playing between this natural synthetic kind of world. So we thought if we split it into two, we could have you know literally a natural world and a synthetic world, and play that. And that was kind of like that was the basis of the concept, and that was the basis of like starting to write the record was knowing that it'd be split in half. And then I wrote a concept around it. I think. 
I think it's like when you try and fit something so heavily in, in into this concept, it just it's just takes too much. It it just doesn't work. And I think yeah. I started just ended up writing other things that kind of worked with the music, and then starting to feel out this that it did play a part in it, but it just was slightly different than I had imagined it initially, lyrically and conceptually. So you just kind of, I think. after that you just kind of mold the work into what it's becoming rather than trying to fit it in this concept you've decided that the album's going to be because you let like life do its thing essentially and then and then it becomes what it what it is rather than what you're trying to what you've what you thought you've tried to or wanted to do so um yeah does that make sense at all yeah i think so i think it's kind of like it's kind of one of those things where you have a framework, but you just let it mold itself. I think is the, the way to say it. Yeah, I could have exactly. said that at the start, and that would have made way more sense than that big <laughs> journey of, of words I just You're said. But... the time, dude. We're, we're getting through it. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean that's totally <laughs> it, though. That's how I like to see things too. Like I had, like I, I was obviously conscious of what I was writing about or like what emotion I had, but I it was. Yeah like trying when you're when, like i don't know yeah sorry i don't know if i'm butting in because i don't know oh, if no, that connection's right. making it delayed or not um i was just gonna say as a like as a songwriter yourself like i definitely felt i always feel like when you kind of let things just do its thing and it's almost like your subconscious starts writing for you yeah. do you ever get that yeah i, I yeah. definitely felt that on the, the record i just i love when that happens and then you get to reflect on it in a year's time and you kind of know what you're talking about in your life but you know you haven't quite figured it out yet and it's kind of like it's cool cool having those um moments in time where you realize that you're talking about one thing but you're also building your yourself into it without even you know without even trying like fucking wild yeah i mean i would almost go as far as like i've said a number of times where it doesn't even feel like it's me doing it it just feels like it's happening like I'll, like a song, like some periods of where I just can't write for shit. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like all this shit is just coming out of me. And I'm like, where is this coming from? And it just, like, I didn't have any thoughts about it. I didn't really conceptualize anything. It just happened. And then I'm like, they're trying to fig- analyze what, what came out. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, d- d- did that come at, did that come like at the end at all? Did that come towards the end of the rhyme at all? I just I'm trying to think about how our how our album went and just I remember Kel just it was like this not this start and stop thing, but you're kind of you're figuring these bits out, like how it's meant to sound, how it's meant to feel. And then I think I it was like I don't know how many months, it was probably like two months before the studio or three months, it was just kind of it just came flooding out. Because obviously you've kind of like aligned all the things. But to, yeah. to, aligned all the um, all the elements and then you just start yeah for me it was really interesting because i didn't record all at once i had i had all the songs like written on guitar yeah. and i would go into the studio like once a month or once every couple months for like two or three days at a time until it was done so like the first initial sessions i just tracked the main guitar parts and the main drum parts and then once the yeah. drums were done, my buddy did those. I, I did everything else. So it's like I had often 
a month to kind of analyze what was coming out. And like each with each session, like I kind of just wrote in the studio based on how I was feeling at the time. And like over the course of several months, it was taking shape over time and I was starting to understand what it was. So it was like when I when I wrote the initial songs, like th- those just kind of happened all at once, like whenever I would write. But the songs themselves taking like a full structure was more of like a piece by piece as I was in the studio. However, I was feeling that day, whatever just came out, that was added to the song. And then finally, I got to a point where I was like, all right, this feels done. And that's what I have, you know. So I don't know if I'll ever do it that way again, but that's how we did this one. Sure, that's how that one happened, yeah. 100%. Yeah, I think I, I don't know about you, Kyle. Like, how was that? Like, I don't know if it was like, I don't know if did you think somebody dropped dropped into dropped into the, the the time when we wrote those last like three songs. I don't even know what's coming out right now, but no, it just happened. Yeah, it just all came too, didn't it? And then it was like, oh, studio time. Yeah. <laughs> I also think yeah. I also think this, but those moments when it feels like it's not yourself writing it is the is that's where it's purely happening. That's like the best yeah. bit of of creating music, and it's kind of it's just happening before your eyes and it's like it's already been written and you're just finding the pieces in, in like a, a cloud of, of thoughts and it's like I'm finding the one that's already there I just need to put it on the paper kind of thing yeah, yeah. no it's pretty it's that's my, that's the coolest thing like I I just like and for me lyrics are way different lyrics are much yeah. more of a drawn out like um, several drafts type of, of process sure. but Music itself, usually, if I'm writing a song, the whole thing comes out in a sitting in terms of like the main guitar part. There, I'm like, oh, all right, this part's next. This part's next. Okay, I'm done. And then the the lyrics will be like several drafts over, you know, weeks, making them better and better. Because usually, what the first version of the lyrics just suck. It's just like a on the page figure out what's good, kind of work around that. It's way more of a laborious process. I like, I, I mean, I, I suppose it depends how, what song it is. But for me, it was like, what song? Like some come out really easy and then some are just painstakingly hard to get the right message in such a short space of time. Was it like one of some yeah. of my things? And because I like to write quite, I suppose, ambiguously, it's kind of like, what is too ambiguous and what what can be a bit more you know thought-provoking so and I, 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 that's when i like writing from my subconscious like for me well for me as the lyric writers i just sometimes i wake up and i just i just write something and i'll write a cool line and i'll be like right let's build that and let's not even let's barely even think about why i'm trying to say it or what i'm trying to say and just yeah. write out and then just look in two weeks and i'm like actually that's pretty good and that's saying something i didn't even think about it saying at the time I just think that's fucking wild. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's wild thing that is, but it seems to work. Like I love, I love writing like that. So I don't know if that's how you write. You start with music, but I, I suppose it's a bit different when things don't really have a a, a word like a with lyrics. Obviously, m- like words have meaning, like straight off the bat. Whereas music's kind of yeah. like, well, like I think it feels like this, so I'm gonna do it. Um, yeah. No, sorry, I don't know where we're going with that, but I just no, it's kind of no, just a crazy, I, crazy. No, thing. I think I think it. There's a lot to take away from that. Like I think 
the I always go music first. Like anytime I try to write lyrics first, it never ends up anything. And you know, I I it's like I require the the music to inform my emotions, and then from that, words will start coming out. But I I tried. Mm. I can't do it the other way around. I just can't. Those are poems. Those aren't for music. If I write without music, how's that process? Yeah, yeah. And you know, sometimes I'll take like a line from like a poem, I guess, that I wrote, and I'll be like, "All right, well, that could fit into these <laughs> lyrics that I've that I'm writing for the song." But it's like a hundred times out of a hundred, like the <laughs> lyrics that end up in a song were written after this the music part. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, close to wrapping up here, I do want to. Uh, I usually like to ask bands that have done touring, though, like in your over your experiences touring. Is there anything, especially you guys, you know, saying that you're somewhat introverted, you know, is one like what is how is the experience of touring been versus your expectations of what it was before you'd ever done it? Like how (laughs) has it lived up to it or is it kind of like something that you get through or just kind of how do you guys interpret that whole process? That's that's, It's kind of a tough question. I think initial my initial reaction is like it's building to to how I perceived tour as. <laughs> and I think at the start, it was kind of like, you, yeah, it's kind of like, wow, this is, it's kind of just t- mentally tough, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know if anyone else says that, but it exhausts, it exhausts me, you know, to try to, to do that kind of thing and not, not to be in the same place. And I'm not, I'm not really much a home guy, but you know, I, I like uh, being able to sit and have my peace and, and I, you don't really get much peace on, on tour like even if you're in the in like a like a on the way to a venue or something it's still that kind of like kinetic feeling of moving for, for seven hours or whatever and then just feeling yeah. knackered from that let alone anything else like so i think i think when i mean take away all the tour element and just the show the show is what lives up to me and every time it's always like well this is you know this is worth it because you know everyone's kind of feeling the vibe and everyone's everyone's like escaping into your music and your art and that's cool. But the rest of it is just right. <laughs> just what you have to do to make that happen and to, to get your music out there. I love playing shows. It's just the, the thing around it. That's kind of like yeah. bit of a bit of a bit of a endurance, shall we say endurance. Yeah. I like, I like to sit and make things. So, and, and to do it on tour is quite difficult. I've tried many a time to try get into the same headspace as I can when I'm at home and, and like in a peaceful setting where, no one else is around and it just doesn't it just doesn't do the same thing so yeah how's your experience on tour <laughs> exactly it's exactly the same yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, not, so trying trying to make it not sound super cynical because it's not like I oh, no, I hate it. it and it's not like I don't, I don't enjoy it it's just one of those things that it's just quite yeah quite a tiring experience yeah, yeah I, I think like you know, you, you grow up and you look at it like, oh, constant road trip with your homies, you know, like this is going to be sweet. But obviously, like, even, even when you're not touring, there's so much about being in a band that just kind of sucks. Like everything that's <laughs> the making of the music, like booking shows kind of sucks. Like yeah. all in, not great. And, you know, sometimes you do all that and five people show up, dude. And it's like, all right, yeah. practice. I drove an hour to practice somewhere else, and <laughs> yeah. 
No, I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But it's got like, yeah, it's got, yeah, just you've got, to, you've got to make, give the, you got to have the bigger picture in mind, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing that I, anyway, and I love making things and making the, making the work. So, and then showing yeah. it in a different way, like like live, is just another cool experience to have to to to, to do. So, yeah, man. yeah. Um, I, I just think you know, I love it. You know, personally, like I, I think it's always going to be worth it to me to to do that shitty stuff. But you know, it's still yeah. shitty. Uh, but it's you have to if if that's not worth it to you, then it's not. But like for me, I just have the sickness. Like I have to do this. And if I didn't have, yeah, it's definitely a. It's not. It can't be a. Can't not be that. I think. I think it's like it's 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 the the must do it. Like it's yeah. like I can't not do this thing. Like, yeah, I definitely understand. I definitely. Saying, yeah so it's it's like whether that's like money that needs to be spent on recording or you know like hauling the, the gear that must be hauled like that's it's in my head it's already done like i've already spent the money like it's already gone like the gears already moved like it's not mm-hmm. a choice like it just this is just what i need to do the moment i i've never felt like it wasn't worth it for me to go do those things so it's really not that that bad but like i felt like i feel like if i was starting to feel like if i or if i had ever felt like i don't want to do this today then maybe this wouldn't Mm -hmm. be the right thing for me but i've never felt that i've just in the moment felt like oh this amp is heavy this sucks but i've never thought like i wish i wasn't carrying this amp you know (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah i mean all right well hey dude i really uh i really appreciate you guys jumping on and talking to me uh thanks so much good to meet you and good to speak to someone on the other side of the world it's good yeah i'm actually trying (laughs) to uh maybe i'll like i'll hit hit you guys up or something because i'm trying to like we're putting a record out in december and i'm trying to think about coming over there next year like a buddy and i just flying over and playing some gigs or something because i've i've met a couple bands from the uk and I figure, like, just from the podcast, I'm thinking it'd be cool to like come over there and play some gigs or something. So I'll hit you guys up if I come on, hit me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, real quick, just 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 uh, let people know if you want to like plug where your social media and like where they can find the music and like if they're when the record's coming out, all that stuff. Um, so Modern Era, I think it's at Modern Era on everything. If you want to, if you want to look us up, up on socials, and it's at. Or is it mod- at Modern Era UK on Twitter? Um, music's everywhere. You want to find it, and the record is out twenty first of January. Twenty first of January. So awesome! It's another modern age. Yeah. Sweet. So.